Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK Connected podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, bringing you news, views and the very best initiatives from the full gamut of our membership. So we're back with another episode and raring to go, fresh from a four-day weekend, which felt a bit like those lost days between Christmas and New Year. Today, it's the turn of Gusto's Chief Marketing Officer, Tom Wallace. I was fascinated to hear about how a business like Gusto is navigating its way through the crisis and Tom didn't disappoint. It's a brilliant chat, loads of insight into how they're pivoting their internal team, uh, the way in which they're already thinking about business in a post-COVID-19 world and how their company principle of care is taking on a whole new meaning. But I started by asking Tom about the balance between reaching new customers right now and servicing those existing ones. One of the things that we've been focusing on really is existing customers. So Mm. we want to make sure that we can service all of our existing customers. And a couple of weeks ago, we took the difficult decision to stop accepting new orders from new customers. So we can we can keep our high standards up for existing customers. Um, so it's been like that for about three or four weeks now, um, and uh, we started by uh, going to our subscribers, um, and now we've just started uh, opening up again to those people who used to order from us, but not necessarily uh, on a weekly basis. Got so it. to sort of prioritise where going back through everyone, and of course, finally, um, those people who um, you know, consider themselves uh, vulnerable. Mm. Um, or our NHS workers, we've also reached out to them to prioritise them uh, to be resubscribed back onto the service. Nice. So um, we're kind of really focusing on loyal customers, uh, uh, NHS and vulnerable for the for for the time being, and of course working really really hard. I mean, people are literally doing you know fifteen hour days uh, mm-hmm. on 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 how we can expand capacity to to serve even more people at this time. So um, yeah, both sides of that of that. Um, that sort of uh, situation are there, so the demand on one side, but equally just the factory is uh, working tirelessly to yeah. keep getting boxes out the door and, and find ways to, to get more more out the door as well. So yeah. um, really, really interesting times times for us at the moment. And um, some people listening to this will be Gusto subscribers, some uh, won't be. Just, just to explain the, the model, I guess the pre-COVID model and, and, and how it works. Yeah, Gusto is a, is a weekly recipe box service. You get all the ingredients you need to cook uh, meals at home, uh, either for two or for four people and, and up to four days a week. Um, we had the highest choice of, of recipes uh, in, in the market, so you could choose from 50. So we were able to kind of increase mm. that all the time. And um, interestingly, the reason we're able to do that is because um, we've built um, technical capability to allow us to um, to, to offer this uh, and optimize the way that these meals are produced in the factory, so that it doesn't it doesn't sort of uh, impinge too much on our capacity. Got it. So you, you know, even even now, if you go onto the menu today, you'll see that we're still offering 50, 50 recipes a week. Um, to cater for all different types of, of needs, whether it's vegetarian, vegan, mm. um, and so on. You know, if you want, want a sort of treat, a sort of takeaway style meal, we want something healthy. And, and, and is there anything, I guess the, I mean, it was a difficult choice, as you say, to, to not take new customers at the moment. Is there anything else that you've done to simplify anything or is it very much the product as you would usually find it for no, it, subscribers? It, it, Still, still, the product as as you would expect. I mean, there's there are some things we need to do. So, um, you're not able to order two boxes in one week at the moment mm-hmm. um, to allow everyone to have a chance. 
but other than that no the, the product is exactly the same and, and and we're really pleased to be able to kind of keep that keep that standard up because that's what customers expect from us yeah totally and uh, and throughout everything there's always going to be life after this whereby um uh, we would talk to various people on this podcast to you know people will remember those brands who one i guess did the right thing or didn't do the right thing but i think people will also remember that the quality didn't drop and the service was still brilliant and you know there's always work to do after this when when you need to retain those people um uh, other challenges i guess then tom so um typically i assume you guys would have all sat together in office you would have been pretty connected i'd imagine to the factory as well how's that working now you are working more, more more remotely yeah, so clearly all the head office staff are working from home. Mm. Um, uh, we, we, you know, we had working from home you know, relatively commonly um, pre the situation, and now mm. everyone's at home. We're using all the tools that that we had before, so uh, Slack, uh, Google Meet, uh, Zoom, etc. Um, and and actually, it's working pretty well. And and one of the interesting observations that we found pretty early on was that the need, you know, the fact that we're remote means that you need to communicate more and, and we yeah. we found that actually the, the the steps that people are taking to ensure that everyone's informed you know creating shared documents ensuring that you know we're giving updates having daily check-ins where I mean, previously you might not even see someone for a week yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, has meant that we're able to actually we feel like we're able to achieve more in some ways and and get get stuff organized and done really quickly uh, in, a, in a way that's surprising ourselves and i'm sure that some of these habits will will continue in in some way you know once once it's all over um but it's been a really fascinating exercise i mean the main the main thing that we we sort of had to face early on was was clearly the the, the, you know, the social isolation in a yeah. way and, and the feeling of being away from your colleagues um but you know we, we've got a great culture at Gusto. we've got three ownership principles dream deliver and care mm. and care is the one that that we we feel kind of really kind of sets us apart we, we care about each other we care about customers we care about um the planet um and that's it's been amazing to see that that come out in all and all the staff over the you know, last few weeks where people are checking in on each other making sure that we're kind of organizing fun events you know we had um you know a pub quiz last week um we before I love we hearing had, about these things Yuck. yeah and pub quiz. Uh, great djing sort of battle and so on over, nice. over youtube live it was it's been great fun and and there's a great sort of community spirit you know continuing on slack and um in many ways it, it's it's similar to being in the office you know people mm. are keeping up those efforts to stay yeah. in touch and um i think the team's doing really really well it's so important we were we were talking to facebook last week about how um we're sort of socially distanced or being encouraged to and we're self-isolated yet sort of feel sort of closer than ever before weirdly through technology yeah. it's a strange thing isn't it yeah and i actually heard someone um or read someone on twitter saying that the phrase should really be physical distance because mm-hmm. you don't want to be socially yeah. distant you yeah, know, good point. yes keep keep your physical distance but socially you should just be as close as you can yeah, um, th- there's been lots made actually from some of the supermarkets, particularly in those first two weeks where, you know, um, particularly, you know, you couldn't get deliveries with some people, there was nothing on the shelves. And what they made mm. the point of saying is actually the supply chain is okay. There is plenty of mm. toilet roll in the supply chain. We just can't get it on the shelves quickly because everyone's buying too much. Supply chain for you guys, has that been affected at all? Um, no. So there, obviously we've had challenges like like all people have. Mm. Um uh, you know, in, in especially when when demand you know, volume changes rapidly, yeah. it takes a bit of time for suppliers to catch up. But overall, it, it's not been it's not been uh, you know 
we haven't seen too many impacts. There's some things where we're able to respond, and again, it's you know it's a feature of the service that we can we can make adjustments where necessary. So, for example, you know, swapping a, a green pepper with a red pepper, mm. or one brand of stock you to another. But but customers have actually been taking that really well, and in some cases, you know, just being grateful that we're able to deliver something, and yeah. and and uh, you know, <laughs> almost uh, laughing at our apology for sending a callow stock cube <laughs> instead of a knorr one. So. <laughs> Um, and then technology you've got uh, you've got a, a nice technology story in terms of you know how you work with data I yeah. believe you're using things like AI to forecast demand Indeed, and yeah. customer needs and stuff like that yeah. I, I wonder if in these times where you have a pandemic whether that was ever sort of built into doing it or it, it sort of tweaks itself to talk us through a little bit about the, the data story around Gusto. As you mentioned, one of the things that we're able to do is it's forecast really accurately. And, and the reason we do that is so that we can plan ahead uh, and reduce waste in the factory. Mm. So, you know, 20% of food normally gets wasted, even, even in the sort of supply chain in, in, in on supermarket shelves when it's not bought with us. It's a very, very small number because we're able to predict that quite accurately. Mm. Um, as you can imagine, sudden change in in situation has meant that you know some of those forecasts have have moved really really quickly. But we we now review it you know, on a daily basis. There's a team uh, of people that have come together um, to form a sort of uh, a, a capacity management group, um, and every day they're looking at you know the number of orders that we're expecting from our existing customers across different days of the week, mm. and you know making decisions uh, either you know, in the supply chain, in the factory, in buying. Um, many, um, many, many kind of tech changes have been made in this time as well to to enable us to manage that demand carefully across the week. And, and, and it, as I say, with everyone working from home, the communication has been really yeah. fantastic and everyone's, everyone's, <clears throat> everyone's driven by this, by this, um, this purpose of, of, of trying to, to keep the nation fed. Yeah. Um, and it's really kind of spurred everyone on to 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 to, to have a you know a, do everything they can to to make sure that, that keeps going and, and deliver a great service. And it's been really really um, heartwarming to to watch everyone uh, and be involved with the whole process of of the efforts that people are making to keep it going. Yeah, I suppose I hadn't thought about it like that, but it but it genuinely is. It, what a sort of a, a purpose to have for however many months you're going to have like to keep the nation fed it's sort of yeah is that something that was existing or it's a sort of a principle that you're you're carrying through given the the times we're in yeah so so we always wanted to become the nation's you know most loved way to eat dinner um uh, and and that that still remains we we we, we, you know we love that purpose and 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 this this time now is is adding a different dimension to that uh, and and giving people you know a real reason to 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 you know, come to work every day and do their best work because they know and you see that in the lovely customer comments on, mm. on social media that the, the, how important it is that people continue to get their boxes um and and just welcome the the load off their mind not just in terms of getting the food but the fact that it's all kind of thought through for them uh, they don't need to kind of work out what they can make out the ingredients they have or what they need to buy it just comes in um all there and they and they sit down in the evening and, and hopefully can use that time to relax from the day yeah um which is sort of weird but you do need to relax we were just talking mm. before about you've got back-to-back video conference calls it's a different sort of um different sort of pressure and stress isn't it then yeah. yes you're not doing two hours worth of commute but i think one of the things i miss most is my commute actually like i've stopped listening to the podcast so much and yeah. just that, that time where 
I don't know, just flicking through emails, but that's sort of like it's all disappeared now. So it's a different yeah. type of relaxing you need to do. Um, yeah. On advertising, um, read that you know Mindful Chef have switched off some stuff. Pastor Evangelist have abandoned some of their above the line stuff, some of their uh, event stuff, just to focus on digital. And um, what about you guys when it comes to to advertising? Mm. So naturally, if we're not able to accept new customers mm. um, at this time of year, we'd have a sort of performance marketing uh, stream of activity going on, and and performance marketing doesn't work if you can't can't yeah. uh, sort of capture any anyone. Um, so that, yeah, we've we've paused that for the time being. But in terms of communications more broadly, that's that's shifted and, and continues in, mm. in an even more important way. So uh, it's been it's been really interesting. To see how our marketing team has shifted from shifted from uh, uh, you know doing brand advertising uh, and performance marketing through to okay how do we communicate with not just our own customers but with the community uh, to keep them updated keep them informed um, deal with queries um, uh, give 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 something back and give people yeah. um, you know things to uh, to be excited by whilst yeah. they're staying home to recipes and, and so on. Um, uh, as well as managing the the flow of information about, you know, where we're at in terms of health and safety in yes. terms of, yeah. uh, you know, when people are going to get their boxes. And, and so the whole team, um, not just performance marketers, uh, sorry, not just brand advertisers or brand marketers, but also the performance marketers mm. have pivoted to support that effort. And so now we have groups of people working on, uh, content on, um, on uh, uh, social media engagement, so for example, a paid social manager who would normally be, you know, you know sending out Facebook ads to, to sign yeah. up with a with a, with a with a deal or whatever, is now sort of seconded over to the organic social team and Got is, is mm. being, interacting with consumers. Um, you know, the, the the retention manager who might previously have been building CRM campaigns to reactivate customers has now shifted over to, okay, how do we build a comms plan that keeps customers up to date about yeah, their orders? It's been really, really interesting. Uh, and of course the social media team and the PR team um, fully, fully uh, sort of stretched towards I can um, imagine. keeping mm. customers informed. So advertising in the short term may have stopped, but communications is actually, is actually you know, even more important. So yeah. that's actually stepped up in some ways, especially to existing customers. Yeah. Uh, are you seeing anything trend-wise on the platform? Anything, I'm thinking of the 50 uh, recipes you can order, are there mm. particular ones that have floated to the top in the last three weeks? Anything on the platform trend-wise that is sort of different or slightly unexpected? Um, well, naturally people are ordering more. Yes. Um, so so we're, you know, we're seeing um, people with with everyone at home um and, and families at home we're seeing more more family box uptake so yeah. you know, meals for four people um people are adding more as well you can add add things to your basket at the end of, outside the food so you know, additional desserts and and uh, um uh, we have we sort of carry charlie bigham's meals in, in our yeah, marketplace yeah. and people are adding a fish pie or whatever to their order so yeah lots of that in terms of the the types of meals that people are buying um because we have so much variety uh with you know it, it's difficult to pull into a particular trend but mm. um but we have a, a range called everyday favorites which is you know things standard you know think you know comforting comforting food such as cottage pies and spaghetti bolognese sausage and mash um people people tend to 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 move to that as well at this time because yeah. they, want, they want that familiarity yeah totally and a bit of comfort food doesn't go amiss although i wonder with the 
when the uh, we're getting to whatever degree weather, whether that's going to change a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this weekend's going to be good. <laughs> uh, what about, um, I mean, pl- planning for the future on anything now is, is just such a hard thing to do because I think we're, mm. as you sort of nodded to with advertising, we're slightly living in the moment. But um, what, what do you think when we come out of this, the, the lockdown restrictions get a bit loose and people are able to go out again and more freely be visiting restaurants do you anticipate a slight downturn or or is there an opportunity in that that you know these people are probably like you say trying some of the dessert stuff charlie biggum so actually yeah. basket value could go up you've got a whole bunch of new customers that you've sort of paused for a bit you could start to re-engage so is it it's not all going to be um doom and gloom and that everyone's going to go and eat at nando's or wherever they want to eat again and forego gusto that they could well mm. stay with you mm. yeah i think um so naturally, when when the restrictions loosen, I would encourage people to eat out. You want to go and meet? I want to go and meet my friends yeah. and so on. So I, I, I look forward to that happening, and I yeah. look forward to people, you know, uh, trying to to return to the social interaction that, that they're missing at the moment. Um, but the thing that's that's obviously happened over the last few weeks is that um, online uh, groceries, online food shopping, has, yeah. has really kind of risen up the agenda. So. Um, one thing that will come away from this is, is many more people will yeah. um, be aware of and be comfortable with um, the nature of shopping online for for food. My mum uh, and dad still won't do it. Really, <laughs> they did that. They do the pilgrimage to their supermarket, which I think is now about half an hour away every Friday. Yeah. It's just that force of habit. It's just that behaviour, which I guess for others that try it for the first time and, oh, it sort of works doing it this way. Yeah, you're not going to go back because the ease and everything else outweighs it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that when, 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 when restrictions loosen, we will um, we'll see lots of people who have become aware of this type of service, so us mm. and others, um, and... Um, those people who have been using us in this time, getting getting more more into the habit and really realizing how how useful and helpful it can be, not just when you're stuck at home, but just in general. So, I think that you know it's difficult to predict the future, but I think that there's going to be um, uh, a lot of interest in in this kind of service over the over the coming months yeah. as people realize that, that it you know it's actually. Uh, takes away a lot of, of kind of mental load and, and, and can be really helpful. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, I wanted to ask you about some of the work you're doing with, um, well, he's become the nation's favourite PE instructor now, Joe yeah. Wicks. Yeah, so Joe, um, we've been working with for sort of over a year now. And uh, as you probably know, he's a he's an investor in Gusto. Uh, really, really committed to, to, mm. to, to this as a cause for improving the nation's health um, and, and getting people to eat well, which are, you know, two... Yeah. massive parts of his own uh, beliefs um he's also a, a really loyal customer and was one before even working with us and see, actually right. the reason he came, came to us is because he just loved what we did and wanted to be a part of it in some way um so uh yeah we we love working with joe uh, he's a fantastic ambassador for the for the brand and the product um it aligns really well with 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 what what he believes in and what we believe in um he's clearly you know, doing some amazing work oh, at the yeah. moment um, yeah. uh, with the with the PE in the morning, and and so my my children have obviously joined in as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so right now we're we're you know because we're not talk, you know, talking about promoting promoting our service, we want to just keep giving great service to our existing customers. Um, we are we're, we're sort of um, 
letting Joe do do his thing. Um, yeah. we're, we're obviously talking to him about how he can can help our existing customers over the mm. over the coming weeks and 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 give give something back in a way to the to the community. And then some of the other stuff you've done, um, you've done as well. So donating food, yeah. I guess spare food. I mean, you talked about the very, very small percentage of spare food that you might have in the factory, but you've been, um, you've been donating that or it's been taken yeah. in by people again to tell us a bit about some of those initiatives as well. Yeah. So, um, we, we are, you know, we're aware that people are really kind of concerned by the situation mm-hmm. and it's important that we, we do what we can. Um, we, we, as you said, we, we, factory workers any food that is left over and um, they're, they're free to kind of take that home with them and they really really appreciate that up in up in, in the spalding site um we've donated the equivalent of three thousand meals to um our charity partner we've worked with for a long time the trust or trust um, mm-hmm. who, uh, who uh, support food banks in the uk um and with the help of our customers we've signed a fundraiser and raised another fifteen thousand pounds so far for the same charity um, and we're also we're also supporting shelter um so that people who are already struggling don't see their situation worsen yeah. so um lo- lots of stuff that we want to do and that uh, our employees want to do um you may remember also the the viral kindness flyer that kind of kicked off a few yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we, we we printed up a copy of that and um included it in all our boxes as well so That's people great. could check in with their neighbors um uh, t- two last things um <clears throat> While I have you, Tom, is that we're asking everyone that the first thing is, can you describe for us the view of where you're sat right now? Intrigued by everyone's... Uh... Do you mean physically? Yeah. Where are you now? So I'm in uh, a spare bedroom uh, at, <laughs> a, at a desk. Um, I suppose the most interesting thing is, well, I'm facing a wall, but the most interesting thing is, as I said to you uh, earlier on, I'm, I'm fascinated by you know, everybody's um, setup and sound quality. And I've actually, I've actually invested in a, in a lamp that's, that's illuminating my face to help, wow. help, help, help my appearance in, uh, in the web conferences that I do all day long. You're like uh, a proper influencer. This is yeah, like, well, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Um, uh, and anything out the window? Have you got a window? What can you see? From I do have a window. I can see trees in the garden. Uh, and I look at those trees and I think, wow, they're, <laughs> they're blocking the sunlight and creating lots of noise from all the birds that <laughs> I look in the morning. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're blessing in the curse. <laughs> um, uh, and then the second question is, um, have you made a lockdown to-do list? And if you have, is there anything that you've ticked off so far? People are reading, people are learning languages yeah. we've heard, exercise stuff, anything on your list? Well, I think many of those things are, are on mm. my list too. So exercise, I think, is really important. Um you know, I always, always had an excuse, you know, oh, I've got to commute an hour to the office. Yeah. Have time. Now I have no excuse. And so I'm definitely doing more of that. Uh, language learning. I'm teaching my son, actually. Uh, he's four. I'm trying to teach him Italian because my wow. wife's Italian. Um, and naturally being stuck at home for a long, longer, longer time. Uh, there's lots of little DIY jobs that I've always oh, wanted to absolutely. get. So I've been under the house, you know, under the floorboards, okay. kind of <laughs> wow. trying to put some new new plug sockets in and all that sort of stuff so this is advanced um, diy as well this isn't just you know a bit of external painting on the porch this is this is professional stuff tom yeah and yeah so i i did my my background's actually electrical engineering oh, so there we go i'm able to do <laughs> do the wiring so it's just a matter of time and finding the time <laughs> brilliant um well yeah and i think um this the, the four-day weekend the easter weekend is just going to be lovely and diy filled for me as well if we're not spending some time uh, in the sun socially distancing of course yeah um tom that was brilliant thank you so much for giving up half an hour and talking to us i think it's just 
Gusto is in such a unique position if, as you talked us through. I, I love this idea of the responsibility you guys for you have in terms of feeding the nation and of course all the brilliant stuff that you're doing around uh, Trestle Trust and all, all the other things that you're doing. So thanks for taking the time. Um, maybe we'll get you back at some point uh, further down the line and see what life does look like post COVID-19 and uh, yeah, uh, uh, we'll have to chat then. But thanks again for taking the time, Tom. We really no appreciate problem. it. No problem at all. The IAB UK podcast. Tom Wallace, CMO of Gusto there. I love the stuff about Joe Wicks. I had no idea uh, that he was into it really early on and then obviously went on to become uh, an, an investor. And how fortuitous that this is the guy who's coming into a majority of UK households nine o'clock every morning. Um, the big decisions as well, I'm really impressed by that because it would be so easy to you know, capitalise and chase all of that incredible demand that they're seeing at the moment. But the fact that they've taken the choice to just look after those existing customers, you know, that is brave and, and, and fair play for them to, to doing that. And just this incredible drive they've got of feeding the nation, which is a platform they had anyway, which is just taking on this whole new meaning. Um, we could have gone on so much longer. Um, Tom was great, wasn't he? Um, that's it for this episode, but we're back this week with another. We have a couple of brilliant guests lined up for you. Um, we're going to have Camilla Harrison at uh, Anomaly. Uh, and we've also got Jane Bloomfield from Kantar as well. So two brilliant guests hopefully we'll get the episodes out uh, this week um but if you want to discover more episodes like this one you can find out more at ibuk.com forward slash connected which is of course our hub of everything we and our members are doing right now to support each other you can contribute to if you're an ib member of course just email info at iabuk.com as ever don't forget to share rate us and spread the word if you want more information on what the iab does and how you can get in touch, find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe and please stay home. Thanks for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.